I'm Kyle Chalmers. I am Kira Toussaint. Hi, this is Dylan Carter. I'm Mina Atherton. Hi, I'm Duncan Scott, and you're listening to the London Raw Podcast. Hi, Steve from Pool Boy here, welcoming you back to the London Raw Podcast. The Raw made their debut in ISL Season 3 last weekend, putting up a strong showing against Energy Standard and coming away with a creditable second place. Katie and I caught up with two of the swimmers who were part of that team, Duncan Scott and Dylan Carter, and we'll also introduce you to the Finnish connection on this year's Raw squad. So, let's head over to Naples and see what's happening. Dylan Carter, Duncan Scott over in Naples, welcome to the London Raw podcast, great to have you with us. Uh, first match out of the way, Duncan, your thoughts on on the on the match against uh, Energy and the others last weekend? Yeah, I, th- I thought, well, hi, thanks for having us on the podcast first, but yeah, um, I thought it was good. Um, I thought we found ourselves in a bit of a dogfight, but given how small our team is and how many more people we have to add, I think it was actually quite exciting that we swam and what we were able to do. Um, I know speaking for myself, it's the first meet I've done since Olympics. I mean, it's been quite a while since since I've raced. So, um, yeah, I thought the team actually swam pretty well. Um, it can give us confidence moving forward. Uh, and Dylan, obviously you're new to the Raw this year. How was your first experience with London? Yeah, um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed my first meet. Uh, like Duncan said, we are all in a little bit different spots in training and preparation because the Olympics was just a month ago. Uh, but I thought the team atmosphere was was amazing. Uh, I had a really great time. I feel very welcomed by uh, some of the leaders on the team, such as Duncan and and the other guys. You know, I feel like I, I fit in pretty well. I hope they like me. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was a great time and uh, the relays were fun. So looking forward to the rest of the season. And it, It's good you say about, um, you know, the team welcoming you and a, a bit of team spirit. It's something we spoke to Rob and Steve about last week, but um, it looked like it was right back um, to exactly as we saw last year and in previous years when Vinny won the fly skins. Duncan, is it good to be back racing for London Raw? Yeah, I think it was really important to sort of kick off from where we left off the last time. Um, and we've got a lot of pe- new people that are part of London more like like Dylan and um I thought you know you couldn't really have you couldn't really tell to be honest it was sort of like everyone's mingled really well um we've had a couple of exercises of just a bit of getting to know one another but you know it's great to have the Aussies back you know obviously they missed out in season two and yeah so many new faces but it feels like we've been, we've been with each other for ages which is which is really good so far. Dylan is you know you've you've had to you know eat integrate yourself with the team obviously you know one of the new faces this year has that been easy do you think because you're in perhaps a slightly less strict bubble than than last year and you know there's an opportunity to perhaps get out and about a bit more yeah I think I think so you know I mean obviously we have meals together uh, we train together we're on the buses together but we also have the ability to go out for meals you know go out and grab a pizza go out and grab an ice cream you know go see the city which is which is really nice. It's been a lot of fun and it's it's nice to bond with these other great athletes over something that's not always uh, what we have in common, which is swimming, but to do some things differently as well. So uh, it, it only makes that connection that much stronger. And uh, I think that we'll, we'll see that pay off come down at the end of the season. I'll be honest, I've seen plenty of pizzas on Instagram and I'm, I'm really quite jealous because they do look <laughs> they do look good. So uh, keep that up. Yeah, I'm sure. the pizzas are top notch here. Dylan, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you both said that you've not swum uh, you know, since the Olympics, well, raced at least since, uh, since the Olympics, is it good just to to blow the, the cobwebs away? I mean, we saw 
uh, energy and I mean, some of the other teams have improved from their first match to their second match. So, so getting that first from in, do you think you know you can you can move on now? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, last ISL, I I pretty much improved throughout the entire time we were there. Um, I think it was obviously the sharp that we would be at the first match. So, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm definitely hoping to continue to improve and continue to put down some better times and performances for the role. That, uh, that, now, we talked about that gap from, from Tokyo. I worked it out as 33 days from the, the medley relays, Duncan, until, until you know, day one of this, this match. Um, and a couple of people on, on Instagram, uh, Min Autumn and Alejandra, who, who follow London Raw, wanted to ask you know, how you both spent that time. Um, so for, for me, it was just chilling out. I, I, I didn't touch a pool for three weeks and then, um, and I did a session a day after that. And then we, we came out here. Um, but I think it was just nice to, to chill out. Um, it's been, it's been good as well, having something else, you know, straight off the bat and, and getting to, to meet all the people. Cause I think, you know, with Tokyo, the way that it was, you know, we weren't able to really mingle with other teams as much and, and really hang out. So it's, it's been quite nice doing that here. Um, but yeah, no, I, I sort of just tried to, to avoid it all for, for three weeks and then gradually I've, I've got back to it. <laughs> yeah, like, like Duncan said, you know, you, you don't want to go too hard because you've been going hard for a while. Uh, I tried to stay in the pool, but I, I was pretty busy outside the pool. I actually went through a move, so I was being out of my, my apartment. So that kept me pretty busy. Um, and so, yeah, I was looking forward to actually getting out here to, you know, go somewhere different and uh, see somewhere new. It's Italy, you know, it's Naples. It's really nice. So I actually had a pretty busy three weeks. And uh, and so I'm kind of unwinding as well as uh, as doing some racing while I'm here. So after the first match, Duncan, you're fifth in the MVP points. So you must be really pleased with that. Did you expect to swim as well as you did? Um, I think the, the first swim was a big, a big one for me because I was going in. Completely no idea, to be honest. Because I think in season, I re- I'm usually I know where I'm at, and I'm I'm sort of aware of you know how much it's going to perhaps hurt and other things. And you know when I but I know how you know how well I'm swimming, and I'm quite confident. Whereas that's probably one of the strangest preparations I've ever had for a competition. So I didn't really have a clue how I was going to swim. So once the two IM was out of the way, I was I was pretty confident, um, you know, with how things were going to go. Um, yeah, I think it was it was a bit of a strange one to be honest. I'm quite happy with it until you know I, I saw what Caleb did the other day. I think I did seven swims, three first, four seconds, and I got I was seven points short of what he managed to pick up in the skins. So uh, <laughs> yeah, the old jackpots have hurt me there. But um, yeah, I'm, I'll quite happily do anything for for the team and whatever races are required. Um, and I was very much the case, you know, because we were a bit light on numbers in, in match one. So uh, it was good to to get that out there. And you're really having to pull your weight on day two particularly and um, how how do you prepare for that kind of full program um well it's, i think it's more just one swim at a time you know this time it was 100 free two free um i don't know what it'll be like the next time you know with kyle coming in now it's it really adds a lot of strength for the for the 100 free in particular but um yeah for, for me it's one time i can't really think about the four i am <laughs> and then you just be pushed away you know i've got 20 <laughs> minutes after to free to think about that but uh you know, the less I think about that, the better. I hadn't, I didn't do it for it in training. I was like, just leave that. I just that'll, that'll work itself out. But um, you know, the, for the two free and the hundred free, I've got plenty of time in between them. I think I got about thirty minutes, so it works out quite well. It's just the, the tough double at the end, um, and it was, it was quite nice having to do it with Luke as well, who's I think a bit nervous, but he he executed what he wanted to do really well. 
watching watching that 400 IM, we were wondering, was that a deliberate tactic that Luke was going to go out, use his backstroke speed and, and pick up those halfway points and, and let you just focus on, on swimming for the end result? Um, I think on reflection it might have been, but, you know, going into it, I think I, the coaches were a lot like, not well, like I was a bit unsure of what I was actually going to do. My hundreds were really good. I think that's down to the the nice rest that I've been able to have over the over the last few while. But unsure about how I was going to fare in the four hundred, but um, yeah, I think in the end it's actually worked out really well. You know the way that he's able to submit, use his incredible backstroke to to win that first two hundred by quite a way, um, and it sort of gives me something to chase down. Um, so it did work out really well, and, and it worked in our favour. I think he got fifteen points in that, so it, it did work well. And Dylan, th- this year's a bit different. Um, you were drafted to London Raw, so I guess it would be interesting to know about that process. So were you watching the draft, and or how did you find out, and how did you feel being part of a new team this year? Yeah, I, I was watching the draft. Um, I I didn't really expect to not be retained actually by LA current. So that was a little bit of a surprise to me. And so I was a little bit scrambling, you know, talking with a few coaches that I know, you know, maybe you can pick me up or whatever, but um, I hadn't spoken with London at all and I was watching it. So I was kind of tuning in uh, when other teams were picking their athletes, like uh, maybe they're going to call my name. And then uh, Rob called my name, which was obviously an incredible honor. Um, I was really, really excited uh, to be such a strong team. Uh, so I think it really worked out for the best for me, and I'm I'm loving it so far. It was really a uh, it was really an exciting experience the draft for me. So we want to be in it again next year, though. But <laughs> that's for next year. <laughs> and had you spoken to Rob at all before? Or was it a complete? Is it a completely new team for you? Yeah, I'd never spoken to Rob before. So uh, so yeah, I don't know. He must have he must have liked what he's seen at some points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we well we're very glad to see you on the team. Hi, I'm Laura Lahtinen from Finland and I'm joining the Roar for 2021. I'm excited to be part of London Roar because it has been my favorite team since the first ISL season in 2019. My favorite event is 100 Butterfly on short course because it doesn't hurt that much and I get to use my dolphin gigs. I'm looking forward to the ISL because I get to race alongside the best swimmers in the world and show the world what I'm made of. The event I you least likely to see me swim in the ISL is 200 meters backstroke. I am faster in backstroke kicks than swimming backstroke. My worst training set is 15 times 200 meters butterfly on short course. I'm Laura Lahtinen, and this is the London Roar Podcast. All right, so talking about um, new teams, you've got new new uh, teammates this year. Um, Duncan, obviously, you, you were with a lot of the team uh, last year as well, but we like to find out how well you know your your London Roar teammates and uh, and perhaps see if, um, if we can find out a little bit more about them as well so um katie has been on the case doing her research on uh, on your team teammates and uh, also coming up with some uh, less honest facts about them so um she's got four i think is that right katie four yep four facts um and then uh, all we need you to do dylan duncan is to uh, identify if uh, 
if it's true or false for each one. So we, we like to call this feature lion or lying. So is she, uh, is she lying uh, about your teammates or is she uh, telling the truth? So um, uh, you can you can confer. This is uh, this is you against Katie. Um, no, it's uh, just a bit of fun. But uh, are you ready with question number one, Katie? Yes. So question number one. Uh, Kira Toussaint broke the world record in the 50 backstroke when competing for the Raw in ISL season two. But this wasn't her first world record. In 2018, Kira was one of 4,483 people who hula hooped simultaneously for seven minutes in Amsterdam, which uh, and set, they set a new Guinness world record. Is that true or is that false? Well, I started thinking that was true, but I don't know if that's just the way she said it. I, I think that's lying. I think lying. Ah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm you gonna, know what? I think that uh, we would have heard about this, man. Yeah, yeah I we would have heard about yeah, this. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. Oh, there's so many lying. world records on your team, though. Do you think? Do you think she maybe just thought, oh, I can't compete? Nah, what? Nah. I think, I think it's lying. Lying, you're saying lying. And you're right. Correct. So, there we go. Correct. One out of one. Yeah. I would have definitely heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Casey, number two. Okay. So, not content with eight individual medals at the uh, European Championships, Finnish Raw member Jenna Lauknen has also managed to rack up seven years as a competitive ice hockey player. Oh, true or false for that one? Jenna? Yeah, I don't think so. Um, I don't, seven I, years? That's a lot of experience. That's There's no way. Yeah, what age is she? It's low 20s, right? Yeah, there's no way, yeah. I think lying. Lie. Is it lying? Uh, well, if, if I can get the technology to work, we can ask her. Hi, I am Jenna Laukkonen. And the thing that you might not know about me is that I used to play ice hockey for like seven years, so... There we go. Unfortunately, <laughs> you're wrong. Jenna has seven years as an ice hockey player. There we go. Uh, yeah, oh, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, hidden talent indeed. Uh, Katie, number three. Number three. Now, um, Duncan, I fully expect you to know the answer to this one. So, after his victory at the Commonwealth Games in 2014, new London War member Ross Murdoch found himself in the middle of a media frenzy, including the offer of a stunt double role in the TV adaptation of the historical romance series Outlander. Is that true or false? No way that's true. I mean, I have no there's, there's not a chance that's true because he'd have definitely told me. Sure, and if yeah, he he told, yeah. there's no way he would have kept that a secret. Yeah, there's no way that has to be a lie. So you're saying a lie? Correct. Correct. Two out of three yeah. so far. Yeah. Not bad, not bad. Right, last one. Can you... Uh, three out of four ain't bad. Yeah, it yeah, would be good, I think. Uh, three out of four would be a good outcome. Katie, last one. Okay, number four. So... Dylan, from our research, uh, we found out that you came to swimming after first playing water polo. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's very cool. Right. <laughs> cool. Um, so, can you tell us whether it's true or false that fellow raw sprint specialist uh, Kim Busk also has a background in water polo? Oh, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't really know, but I could see that. Do you think? I mean, the Dutch have a pretty good water polo like tradition. I feel Do like, they? yeah. I, I, um, I don't know to be honest. This is difficult. This might be just like a, a coin toss, but I could see it. You know, I'm I'm just trying to put myself in the minds of the uh, the people who planned this game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a dangerous place to go, Dylan. I tell you. Uh, what are we saying? What are you virgin? 
I, I think I think I'm leaning towards true. Well, I'm going to back him again. Right, we're going to go true. true. Let, let's ask her. Hi, I'm Kim Bus. A fun fact about me. Before I became a swimmer, I also played water polo in the national youth teams of the Netherlands. There we go. So Yay. she not only played water polo, she was international at it as well. So uh, brilliant. Well spotted. Well spotted. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good thing. Um, so we found out some things that that, uh, that the team does outside outside their swimming or have done in the past. Um, Natalie on Instagram wanted to ask you both, um, if you weren't swimmers, you know, what other activity you'd choose. I would like to be a footballer, you know, that's, that was always, uh, that was a sport that I did as a kid. My dad was a footballer. He wasn't uh, that good, but he, he played. Uh, and it seems like a pretty fun to be part of a team. You know, I think that that's what I like about being on the London Roar. And a lot of times swimming is a very individual sport too. So to be on a full te- full-time team, I think that would be pretty cool. I played a lot of tennis, so I guess I'd probably say that, but then, um, in sports that I'd actually just really like, I really like NFL. I think it'd just be really cool. I think probably much to Dylan in terms of the team environment, just like being a part of that and, and experience it. But I just, I just love watching it, and I think that'd just be really cool to to do. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's an exciting sport to watch, certainly. Um, I couldn't uh, couldn't see you in there. Maybe a quarterback. I thought about wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got speed, yeah. Let's take a, a quick look forward to to your next match coming up next week. You've got a, a match up against um, uh, Cali Condors, the Aqua Centurions, and the Tokyo Frog Kings. Um, Cali Who? have been never heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Cali have looked very strong. I mean, you've mentioned Caleb already, Duncan, but Cali have looked very strong uh, this season already. Uh, Dylan, you train in that part of the world, so you, you know, maybe you know some of them. But what do you make of them as a team? Um. Obviously, I mean, they, they're very strong. Uh, they have, obviously, uh, one guy who's uh, really good and scoring a lot of points. But I think that we're also very strong and we're getting stronger match by match. So I, I hope we give them a good run. I think we can. And we mentioned earlier about the Aussies coming back. So you're going to have Emma and Kyle, um, you know, to, to name a couple back in the team next time. Uh, Duncan, are you looking forward to having them back? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't even know how many Olympic medals we're adding there with those two guys <laughs> coming in, but two Olympic champions are getting added to the team. I think they'd, they'd make an incredible difference to him. So, um, yeah, our, our boys were really... So I think we actually... Our boys beat Energy Standard the last time, uh, like their boys. Um, you know, bringing Kyle in, not only like the individual events, 103, 53, I imagine, but, you know, the relays as well, which make so which are so important and points-wise are, are huge. So um, I think I'll add so much. But then Emma, the number of events that she can swim, um, her versatility will be so helpful on the women's side. Um, and then relays as well. So uh, I think they'll make a, a huge difference, yeah. And I guess outside of the, the points that they'll bring, um, Kyle seems to be a massive fan of the, the sort of raw team spirit and the concept based on our conversations with him last year. Um, are you looking forward to the energy that he'll bring to the team? Yeah, I mean, since I've part of London Roar, Kyle, Kyle's always been there and he's done, so he, I think he's done a couple more matches than me. Obviously, we, we missed him a lot last year. Um, you know, it gave me a nice opportunity to be in the uh, the A medley teams. But um, yeah, I think Kyle, he comes in and brings so much energy. Um, he, he loves he loves competing for it. And um, 
yeah, he's, he's just a great competitor to be on a team with. You know, he's, he's a great teammate and, uh, you know, a good friend. But it's, it's just great seeing him because he just loves racing. So to, to get bar him and, and he'll quite happily do anything and go head to head with anyone. Well, I mean, I think just having just having more women will help you next week, wouldn't you think? You know, you had an 11 out of a, a possible 14 like up against no energy. You've got one of the strongest women's teams uh, in the competition and again Cali have got a really strong women's side as well so so just having the numbers Dylan will make make a big difference yeah absolutely I felt it for every single one of the girls uh last week you know I mean immense shout out uh, I think everybody was just doing such a massive schedule um I, I mean just off the top of my head I remember watching Kira and Mina at least four times each <laughs> on night one like yeah. just so much um so yeah, I think they'll really appreciate just a bigger squad. And obviously, Emma is just so versatile as well. That's going to take a big load off of pretty much everyone's shoulders on that woman's side. And, uh, and Dylan, you got the you got the skins pick, uh, you know, to swim with Vinny in, in the fly this week. Are you hoping to get get another go? I mean, with the new rules, it's a bit more up in the air about, about you know, what strokes will come out. But I guess I guess you might get another go at the fly if that comes out you know, against us. Well, it's probable that, that people will strike the fly out maybe with, with Caleb swimming. But, um, you know, would you be you up for that challenge? Yeah, um, I mean, I'm, I'm always willing to put myself out there for the team. Uh, this weekend wasn't wasn't the best for me you know I was hoping to do a bit better I was out in the first one but I think I've got better in me so if if the chance arises again you know of course I'll, I'll put my name in there and uh, if I'm the best option of course I'm definitely going to do it and my all and, and try and try and advance and try and win for the team. Duncan we saw you do the skins uh, in season one when they were all freestyle I think we saw you do it in London uh, in particular at the European Derby. The 400 IM probably means you, you're not going to do that double, but uh, is it is skin something you'd like to have another go at? <laughs> chalk, chalk, me, chalk my name in the hat for all four strokes. I'd love to do it. No, it's uh, obviously for the schedule-wise, it's quite difficult for me to, to do, but in terms of, I, I don't get a really a, a look in. You know, our team's so strong that, you know, I don't really get a look in other than freestyle. So, that, and I wouldn't even put, I wouldn't even ask to be either considered. So, yeah, I think per, perhaps freestyle, if it, if it got chucked about, I'd, I'd maybe ask. But, you know, it's it's all about what the selectors think. You know, the same day, you know, if I was to do that, you know, we able to do the two free, the four I am and the hundred free. So, um, and that would probably be, make my, my 53 at the end of the day a little bit slower. So um, I, it's just whatever the, the team thinks is uh, the, the best call. Um, but, you know, I can't say I'll be anywhere near the skins pro with, with how good our team is yeah. and, and how well covers as well. I, I, like, I like that you say that doing a 100 free, 200 free and a 400 IM might make your 53 a little bit slower. I think I think that's, that's Maybe. Good. I like that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but it's, the, it's, it's the passion of the skins, though. Yeah, it just yeah. comes out. <laughs> I think we saw that watching the uh, watching the supporting last week. Uh, brilliant stuff. Um, there were a couple more uh, quick little questions that came in uh, via Instagram um, before we let you go back to, to your evening in Naples. Uh, Silas asks about how many uh, kilometres per week you'd normally be doing in training and whether that's going to be very different through this period. I mean, I'm guessing probably you, you swim different events, you might do different volumes anyway, but uh, what are you doing at the moment? At the, I actually don't really count my Ks per week. I would say, I mean, I don't know, I'd have to add it up real quick, but definitely less than, uh, than usual, especially post-Olympics. And I, I want to be pretty fresh and, and to, you know... Um, 
this these are the best swimmers in the world, you know, and uh, I think that I've got to be feeling pretty good to to you know compete and and win some events. So uh, my K's are a little bit down. I don't know what Duncan, Duncan loves the K's. I don't know if you could take his K's away from him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I went to use last week. So uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say normally I do around. Probably the mid forties is probably the most usual. I mean that, that varies so much with a hard week maybe being um, you know, in the fifties. Um I probably did a couple of sixties in the week in the last year, but and then some recovery weeks are are mid thirties. Um but yeah, since since the Olympics I did a week of one session a day, fifteen hundreds. Um so fifteen K that week, I think it was, and then Last week it was just a bunch of two and three Ks, so it'll probably be similar similar story this week as well. So uh, quite quite different, you know. As Dylan said, these are the best athletes in the world. So if I was to go right back in deep, you know, I'd, I'd really struggle, um, you know, going against the going against some of the athletes, you know, week in week out. Yeah, of course. Right. One final question that came in on Instagram from Fliss, uh, and uh, now you can you can say pizza if you wish, being in Naples. But what's your go to snack after racing? Dylan, like uh, the meat's finished. Yeah, yeah, like after the meat, a snack or a meal? Uh, I, well, she said snack, so maybe she's thinking, you know, between races, maybe. Oh, I like I like a, just like a banana or something pretty light, you know, um, maybe like a bar or something with oats, some carbs, some quick carbs. Yeah, I'd probably go like some sort of shake straight after. Um, I find it quite difficult if I've got another race I find it quite difficult to eat um, quite a bit um, so yeah probably, probably something uh, liquid based but for me after a competition probably a, a pizza especially <laughs> out here yeah, yeah. the whole squad just goes for a wee pizza a pizza nice. and an ice cream or something yeah, yeah. yeah I, know. I think I think pizza and gelato definitely the order of the day yeah. so yeah. Uh, I think that's you've got to make the most of it while you're there. Duncan Dillon, really appreciate your time. Loved hearing your uh, thoughts on the matches and um, and the match that's coming up. So we'll, we will let you go back and uh, rest up, ready for the match coming up this week. And uh, wish you best of luck for that next match. Yeah, thanks for having us, Steve. Thanks very much. Hi, I am Jenna Laukkanen from Finland, and I am joining the Roar for 2021. My favorite event is probably. 100 mentally because it's all about sprinting uh, and the event that you are least likely see me swim in the ISL is probably the 200 fly that it's not just my cup of tea I am excited to be part of London Roar because it's a new team for me and new team means new experiences my worst training set is eight times 200 meters all out on a seven minute start and outside swimming I love to ride horses and spend time with my friends and family. I'm Jenna Laukkanen and this is the London Roar podcast. So that was uh, Jenna Laukkanen just uh, introducing herself to uh, to us as a new member of the Raw, we'd already heard about her ice hockey career with uh, Duncan and Dylan. Thank you again to them for playing along. But um, the match, Katie, it was uh, maybe maybe what we expected, um, you know, for a first hit out against a very strong Energy Standard squad. 
Yeah, I I think it was actually maybe a bit better than I was expecting because I guess we don't know what shape anyone's going to be in. Um, we knew we were a bit light on numbers, um, but I thought everyone really pulled together. Um, you know, new team, new lineup. Um, it looked actually just like the London Raw that we're used to seeing um, in terms of team spirit and, you know, people doing events they wouldn't normally do. Um, there were an awful lot of people stepping up, particularly on the women's side. So um, I, I think it was a great first match. Yeah, and I think um, I was really impressed with Katie Shanahan. Actually, she um, she uh, she swam it tough. You know, a number of longer events. You know, the four hundred AM, two hundred AM. I think did she do the two hundred fly? Even maybe I don't know. But, and the um, four hundred free as well. Yeah, not so, a light uh, program. No, she uh, she was very good. You know, taking on that. Um, you no, know, it's the role that Amy Wilmot filled last year, where she just you know took on anything that was thrown at her. So uh, really important for the team, especially with that um, uh, with uh, only eleven ladies. Now we saw um, in that match that. The iron were were much better probably than last year, and the draft has helped them close the gap. Coming into into the next match, we've got um, the Condors, the Aqua Centurions, and the Frog Kings. Um, uh, and Aqua in particular look like they've re- recruited well through the draft. They're going to be a real challenge on the relays in particular, it seems. Yeah, I think so. I think I mean this is one of the benefits uh, in a way of the draft in that we now have much more evenly matched teams. Um, but it means that a team that we probably would have written off a little bit more um, last year as a as a threat. Um, we now have to really think about and and relays are just such massive point scorers and they have such massive implications in the ISL. Um, so the way they've boosted their team, I think, makes them a, a real threat. And we talked about um, Cali with with Duncan and Dylan. Uh, obviously, they've got Cade with Dressel, um, but certainly on the first day of their match, uh, no, just gone. They had a real battle, actually. You know, they didn't walk away with it because there was the way the jackpots fall. I mean, they fall very differently depending on who you're racing against. So, um, obviously, they they pulled away a little bit on the second day. But I don't think we we can necessarily expect them to just you know, run away with this match from the start, especially with you know Raw being boosted by by those new additions. Yeah, I think I still have them down as I probably have Cali down as the best team, the most dominant team. Um, I think maybe with couple of really really strong swimmers that they have that makes their ability to to get those sweeping jackpots and to rack up a huge number of points over just a couple of events and they've got that ability that we haven't necessarily seen the raw having yet but then I think exactly when we bring in our our sort of stronger team and we have people who are able to swim for example three events rather than four in a single session I think that could make a massive difference. Now We've, we talked about them you know, again already, uh, Emma McKeon and Kyle Chalmers coming in. Um, I mean, rather like you know, the, the guys were telling us, I'm sure they've had a gap out of the water. So we probably shouldn't expect you know, Emma you know, to come in and be as exactly the same speed she was in, in Tokyo. But even you know, even an 80% of her best, she's still going to be a huge asset to the team. Yeah, I think we were maybe a, a little bit on the, the low side on the women's freestyle in match one. Um, and she's so versatile. You know, we've we seen her get Olympic medals in, well, Olympic golds in the 1500 free. She got an Olympic medal in the 100 fly. Um, previously, she's medaled in, at the Olympics in the 200 free. So she brings a huge amount. And I've seen her short course from a 200 fly before, you know, a really, really competitive 200 fly. Um, so just you know, we won't necessarily see her doing all those events straight away, but just having the option, I think, is something that makes us such a valuable um, player for the Raw. And I think it makes a massive difference to the skins as well, because now on the ladies' side, you've got the backstroke cover with Kira and Minna. You've got the breaststroke cover with uh, with Yenna and Annie and, and Alia. Um, and now 
Emma's world-class 50-meter um, fly and, and freestyle swimmer to, to add to that. So, you know, the, the skins on the ladies' side, you know, looks a lot more, uh, not better with her on board, I think. So it um, could be interesting to see what the other teams do in, in you know, picking those. Yeah, it, it's nice to think that we don't have a bad outcome in terms of what gets knocked out in the skins. We've got someone who could do anything. So that I think that's really good because that does seem to be a real match decider in the close ones. It will be, and I'm sure it will be an exciting uh, conclusion to that match coming up at the weekend. Um, thanks for your help, Katie, on this podcast uh, and uh, the uh, imagination shown once more with the uh, the line or lying. Uh, very good stuff. Um, we'll be back with next week's uh, London Raw podcast after the, the matches have come up. Uh, if you want to get in touch in the meantime, you can find me on Twitter at Poolboy or on Instagram at PoolboyUK. Uh, perhaps if you've got a, a question or whatever you want us to put to the team uh, next week, you can you can find it that way. If you've um, uh, if you've enjoyed listening, please share, um, tag us in, and then perhaps we'll give you a shout out on next week's um, podcast, whether that's uh, Instagram or Twitter. Um, but until we're back with you, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the London Raw podcast by Paul Boy. For more episodes, visit www.paulboy.co.uk slash raw.